0: the world yeah I'm with the world yeah I want it all said I'm with the world yeah I'm with the world i'm coming to get it don't care what you heard don't care what you heard i'm taking it all The game best in the biz about that time and you know what it is coming from brooklyn bringing that truth never gonna lie never gonna lose always on top keeping it steady he'll make you tap out and you won't be ready he got the suplex breaking your back now everyone in the world gonna listen to taz all right here we go first one of 2019 that's right uh so uh hate to say it but i gotta say it happy new year a little late to dance on that <laughs> but it is still January and it does get annoying that people do that still like non-stop Once you pass the first couple days you gotta move on Uh, I'm Taz, what's up? Welcome to the Taz Show Thank you for downloading this episode on Radio.com Or the Radio.com app I appreciate that Maybe you're doing it on Apple Podcasts You could be downloading the show there, so much love there Uh, Stitcher, Stitcher Jones as I'm gonna probably call it forever No, it's Stitcher, you guys know the Stitcher Um, and uh and google uh google podcasts which i think is good for like android users and whatnot and a plethora of other spots we can grab the show uh thank you for doing that i appreciate it um real quick note like on the, the spotify yeah i don't listen just so you guys know like i don't uh i don't control have any say what as where you know like i i'm under contract i work for a company and i support uh where the show lives and where the show can be downloaded so um you know, i i i don't I'm, i don't use that, so i don't i'm not f- familiar with it. But I looked into it, and some of the people that work behind the scenes on the show looked into it. So i I'm not sure what the deal is. Um, I think just find another spot um, to to download the show, like Radio. dot is a great spot, and on the website or the app, or, or if you you know like you could do Google uh, podcast if you don't have an iPhone, where you would get it on Apple Podcasts. So. Uh, Stitcher, like I said, you guys know what you're doing So I don't have to get into that, you'll find it But So I apologize sincerely for any inconvenience on that You know, I I don't, you know, even though I'm doing a podcast here for a long time And I'm deep into uh, over 600 shows um, I don't have say in where the show lives, where the show can be downloaded that's uh above my pay grade as they say so <laughs> that has nothing to do with me just so you guys know um all right so there's a lot to cover in this episode i'm going to get into a little later on talking about wrestle kingdom 13 i did watch the show i will uh, uh talk about some stuff that jumped out to me i thought it was an awesome show by the way if you didn't see it you should but i'll get into some details on it later um also all the buzz uh what um AEW, all elite wrestling with Cody and the Bucks and Hangman Page, so I'll get into some thoughts on that and in, uh, in a little bit. Um, I I I do I, I hate to you know I I, I well I got it out of respect I just feel it's the right thing to do uh, even though it's been several days since the unfortunate passing of a legend in Mean Gene Oakland. Um, you know I I know I've talked about it on on my radio show I co-host uh, the sports show Taz and the Moose me and Mark Melusis um i know we talked about it there uh for a whole segment uh and just about meaning about mean gene's passing and mean gene his legend and his success and how great of a performer he was and a guy he was um you know i i just so i wanted to give that that proper respect here on my platform uh, on the taz show and just say that gene oakland was was a super guy Like, he really was the real deal Like, just a really, really, really good person Funny as hell Um, Extremely self-deprecating And as far as uh, his profession uh, As a a backstage interviewer And just as a wrestling personality He was epic I mean, like, you know As far as wrestling broadcasting Like, you know, Mount Rushmore type shit, man He was the man, you know (laughs) He uh, He was a tremendous personality and talent uh, and a legitimate broadcaster, you know, with those legitimate uh, pipes, the voice, uh, you know, how it sounds. He's, you know, he started off in radio. That's how he started, and then he, he I think he started off. I could be wrong on this in, in Nebraska, somewhere in Omaha. I believe I could be wrong on that. And then I think started doing radio, working in Minneapolis, and that's how he hooked up with, with Ganya and the AWA. And then he, you know, full throttle into the wrestling industry. You know, so um, and all his success in WWF, as we all know. With, you know, interviewing all the legends of the game, you know, for for decades. So, you know, he's just I've had the opportunity to talk with Gene Oakland in person more than once and uh, got advice from him years ago when I was in WWE and just just, you know, when he would just come to bigger shows, he'd hang out and and he would hold court uh in catering and all the guys and girls would sit around and listen to him and same thing when bobby heenan another legend um you know bobby would be around same type deal and you were just all the ears man when these cats would start talking you know it's just they were funny as hell you hope you weren't in their crosshairs to get ripped because they would do that like in a nice way like in a, in a jocularity uh busting chops type thing you know um but Gene Oakland was was definitely a solid, solid, solid man. Man, I I look. I don't want to sit here and say I've ever broke bread with the guy or had a beer with the guy because I didn't. But I know a lot of people who knew him a lot better than me, um, and that were very close to him. Um, you know, uh, like for example, Kevin Dunn. A lot of people don't know this, like because Kevin Dunn is. You know the the you know Vince McMahon's right here, man. You guys know that. You don't really see Kevin, and he's been that TV truck, and he's working, and he runs a TV studio, and he's big, big brass for many, many years for WWE. Um, Kevin and Gene Oakland were very close friends, like, you know, really, 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 really tight friends. And I remember the stories that Kevin would tell me, um, when I worked under Kevin in WWE about Gene Oakland, like, you know, and it was it was some funny shit. I mean, just good stuff, but he loved Gene. Loved him, loved him, loved him. John Gabarok too. John Gabarak and, and Gene Oakland were very, very close friends. Um, so uh, you know, listen, he he's he Gene Oakland is, you know, cutting it up in heaven right now having a blast so uh you know he's just just, he's gonna be missed so i just wanted to give him respect and 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 mention him and i know a lot of you most of you were fans of his so um you know i just figured i'd share a little bit about him um you know so uh so that's the deal it's kind of tough to segue out of that when you're speaking of someone who's no longer with us it's unfortunate but you know gene gene oakland was was a showman and the show must go on as they say so my podcast will go on so <laughs> um <clears throat> what better like gene used to plug the hotline right and so i gotta plug something right now but um, <laughs> i'll do that in a second meeting a t-shirt a new t-shirt but before that before we move on uh, speaking on gene oakland geez i i gotta say i think it was every live daily taz show before I gave that phone number out We'd hit that drop of Gene Oakland Go attention hotline fans You know that was Gene Oakland And then on Taz and the Moose we did it for a long time I don't think we do it that much anymore But we used to use the Gene Oakland drop Attention hotline fans all the time uh, I did Giving out the phone number on the Taz show I, I want to say it was every live episode I mean I, I and there was a lot of live episodes So um, That was a big part of Um you know of the show So thank you Gino for Letting us use that drop <laughs> You're up in the heavens my man uh, And like Gene would plug the hotline And plug other stuff I'm going to plug a new t-shirt So um, I'm going to be pumping out uh, Some more merch like I was while I was live And that's what we're going to do here On the Taz show in 2019 Now I'm not you know look I'm not going to smother you with it But every once in a while there will be more consistency Of a new shirt on pro wrestling tees um and you just go in there go on the search engine just put taz and you'll see it's either on the taz or the taz show but you'll find my my stuff on there uh, all the stuff we have for the show some old shirts they're all on there but um you know the jobber face is out there that's been out there i think we dropped that sometime in early december mid-december uh so that's a newer one but that's not the one i'm plugging there's a new new one that while you listen to this, it's probably not dropped yet, but it's gonna be on Pro Wrestling Tees, I would assume uh this week, meaning the week of January seventh, twenty nineteen. So at some point <clears throat> this week, um it's uh, basically uh food truck Jones. I mean it's it's a food truck uh official Taz Show food truck grub t shirt. That's really not like the full name, but it's something like that It's a comedic thing and illustrate, you know, like a cartoon type t-shirt. It's it's pretty badass So I think you guys will like it. You could go on my instagram and take a look at it. It's it's taz talk t-a-z-t-a-l-k And uh, you could see the shirt on there. I dropped uh, I dropped stuff on there sometimes uh, before we drop it on twitter So you could check it out over there that we dropped it on the uh, instagram so it's uh, pretty funny, and on the menu there's there's some items that's It's like a truck, uh, and there's like a chalkboard on the truck Or what's on the menu, and you know, we didn't put freaking empanadas, dumbass shit that we are, including me I don't know why, because you old-school Tasho fans know My obsession and my next business venture will be An empanada truck, so that's my goal It's supposed to be a cart, I think but and i don't know why i did not put empanadas on this gimmick but we didn't there's other stuff tacos on there <laughs> i don't know that much uh jerk jones too there's some jones jerky or jones jerk chicken something like that that's on there i'm not looking at it right now i'm just going on memory uh but anyway um check it out you know and and uh, if you want to buy the shirt buy the shirt you know what i mean you know so it's it's I don't, depending on when you listen to this. It'll be uh, for sale on there, or maybe it's up for sale already over at ProWrestlingTees.com dot com slash taz. Uh, you can grab it on there. So um, you, know, you guys will you'll like it. And and there'll be other ones uh, in a similar similar uh, genre like that. Uh, it's a little house cleaning I'm doing here. It's just promoting Jones. You know, so uh, trying to pump some t shirts and pedal the shit out. You know what I mean? That's how we roll up in here. um okay some other stuff you know i don't normally get into like covering news and all this bullshit um i don't do too much of that but at times i do and i got to talk about um this young lady priscilla kelly um who a lot of you people when you hear that name like oh whoa yeah well she so she was she's an independent pro wrestler and I, i i'm saying she's probably a pro wrestler for maybe three four years she was in the may young classic and i think she had about three years under her belt so that's pretty quick to get an opportunity from wwe but regardless she um you know uh, she's a good worker you know she's, she's got a lot to learn she's gonna get better and she's still you know i mean I, you know me I'm, I'm old school you know you need to have several many years under your belt before i consider you not really i don't want say green but still honing your craft because we're always still learning it takes a long time to really get good at the business like as far as the physical you know, storytelling you're doing you know um but she's definitely got big upside as an athlete and as a pro wrestler for sure so uh, and she got a great look you know so so a pretty girl and stuff like that in good shape you know um trains you can see she trains pretty good uh but regardless so she basically um she did something really conf, conf- uh uh you know controversial in a match like ultra <laughs> controversial <clears throat> that it for the past several Days has gotten a, a ton of buzz on social media and, and the internet Um and I don't want to get into Like specifics what she did I mean she was working for uh, a smaller promotion I believe there I, I don't have it, I think it was suburban pro wrestling or suburban wrestling And I think their gimmick is they don't use a ring And a lot of times, well, this looked like this was in a bar And I believe it was in a bar that was 21 years and older To enter the bar So if you were a kid with 18, you're 18, you couldn't get in I mean, um, so, you know, there wasn't like little kids in the place And all that jazz, it's, you know, and it's So it's more like an adult theme type wrestling show, I'm assuming And she, uh, with her opponent, she basically used a prop Okay, and I'm going to use that word a lot when I talk about this, because that's what she did. She used a prop, a prop that irked, you know, some people the wrong way, and a lot of people the wrong way, I should say, and 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 created a lot of buzz here. And what she did, well, basically, without again, I don't want to get the details, but like a uh, female. Product, <laughs> something that just females use at uh, you know certain times of the month, so you could connect the dots. And she used it as a prop out of her trunks and basically put it in her opponent's face. You know, while opponent was sitting on a chair and stuff like that, like half knocked out because they were fighting all over the floor. You know, because I don't think there's a ring. Um, <clears throat> now this wasn't on TV. Someone shot this. It looked like on an iPhone or some kind of a cell phone or some kind of a cam. This was not a TV shooting I mean, I could be wrong on that, but I don't think this was And like I said, it was in a bar That, you know, a drinking Establishment, 21 years plus So Okay, now I'm setting the table like that Because those are the facts that as I know Them in my research So Priscilla Kelly Um Got tons and tons Of backlash from this And I guess you could see why Uh because it's a you know in it's in character but it's it's also a it's it's a a crude thing right it's a disgusting thing that she did right so you can go find just google her name and i promise you go on youtube you'll find this in two seconds you know so you guys can watch yourself and and say whatever you need to say and and that's that's fine now i took to twitter and gave an opinion in essence about it uh late saturday evening and um I, and, you know, I, 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 you know, for me, <clears throat> first and foremost, I want to say, like, I, I don't agree with the spot Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, <clears throat> I'm old school when it comes with, to that Like, I don't believe in doing stuff like going that low I don't, okay, but I do understand wrestling is an art form I understand that the keyword art, no matter if you're a photographer or a graphic designer or a digital artist or a, or, or a painter Or you draw with a pencil or, or sharpie, whatever You want to evoke emotion, you want to pull emotion out of someone That's what wrestlers do and that's what, you know, you're supposed to do That's your job um, And now, did Priscilla Kelly cross the line? Yeah, she crossed the line I mean, you know, it's a work, the business of work it is But she went really deep here She went really deep, I mean, yeah. so anyway I went to Twitter, and I said, and I tweeted off of what Priscilla Kelly tweeted. She said, hey, guys, you know, it's all fake. 21-plus show with a bar um, can't take life so serious all the time. So um, I tweeted the bit at her. I said, the business is about drawing, getting buzz, along with strong, healthy, slash safe controversy. That equals getting over. You got over. Keep kicking ass. Now, <clears throat> I was going to. Make a mention to her about her comment about it's all fake. I didn't like that she said that. <laughs> and I, you know, I just, I didn't want to get into that with her because <clears throat> that word is not, that should not be used by a wrestler anytime, in my opinion, ever. It's a work, it's business. Fake is, I think, the longer she works in the industry. Um and goes through for a lot of years through some physical hardships and and financial hardships (laughs) And then gets and then starts making some money. I I I think maybe Some folks in her generation of wrestlers might lose the word fake just my opinion, but whatever she's entitled to her opinion That's that's her words and that's fine. But i'm that's I wasn't going to get stuck on that because I think this young lady is you know she's not ducking from anyone. She's she's got guts. This girl. She's 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 proud, and she's an artist, and and she's proud of that, and she should be. And I tweeted her, and I put her over, and I got a lot of positive backlash, and I got a lot of negative backlash from a lot of you guys, um, and that's okay. That's fine. I understand that uh, because you're expecting a guy from my generation, that's more old school, to rip this. A guy that was a wrestler's wrestlers, a, a you know, suplexing everybody with the best technique you're going to find And training guys old school and paying dues I believe in all those things I still do But I also believe in being original I also believe in creating buzz I also believe in safety in the ring And I also believe in, you know, <laughs> getting over and And that's what she did because most people didn't never even heard of her name They didn't even know who she was until this moment She got herself on the map That's number one Number two Okay, no one got hurt Okay, it wasn't some crazy dangerous spot Number three, she used a prop Okay Number four, the business is a work Number five, it's entertainment Number six, it was in a bar <clears throat> You know, serving alcohol for 21 year olds and older Number seven, there was no TV Okay, and if you're gonna watch this by the way, with a younger kid or someone under like eighteen or twenty one or whatever your beliefs and morals are, just be aware it's 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 rated R plus it's kind of graphic, you know I mean what she did um I don't know what number I'm up to number nine number ten, whatever the fuck it is the, the, listen that that the hood ornament of the industry the w w e come on are are we really gonna are we not are we gonna forget? Are we gonna forget like some of the things we've seen come out of the WWE? Some of the things that happened in WWE while I was there. Some of the things that happened in WWE that 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 I called. <laughs> you know, like uh it, it's not, it's um we can't we I've had people come at me uh about um about like this young lady about Priscilla Kelly saying, Oh, she just forget about it. She's never WWE's never gonna hire her. Oh, she's done like you know i'm paraphrasing you know she's she's gonna be blacklisted alluding to that like other promotions won't use her and all that stuff Uh, guys listen i I don't think that's true um you know if the the, one of the most as far as in character performing entertaining more disgusting things or crude things that you're gonna see happen in wwe okay and happen on 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 tv (laughs) um what what you know, uh, 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 what a corpse I mean, you know, with, with Triple H I mean, and what he was doing with that corpse And that was years ago, and that was in character And that was something they wrote And that was th- the Attitude Era So, because it was the Attitude Era that, that makes it all okay I mean, I listen, I'm not gonna like Flip my shit over the fact that Triple H was doing that in 19 Whatever the year it was, 98 or 99 or 2000, whatever Whatever, I, I, it's a work, it's entertainment I, 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 you know, I don't I think on TV it's a little rough um, Because that's for public consumption And even if they did it later at night, which I think They did when they did that um, You know, it, it's still You know, it's It's, it's still a very um, You know, disgusting Thing, I mean, the toilet humor to the level that we've seen in WWE, Mr. Socko, pull, you know, Mick pulling the sock out of his you know, crotch and putting it in people's mouths. I mean, you know, and, and I love Mick and I love the Socko gimmick. I do, Rikishi. I love Rikishi. I mean, I, I you know I worked with Keish I love him. The stink face stuff we've seen. Not about the kiss my ass club. I mean, that where, you know, Vince had people kissing his ass. I mean, literally, like on TV. Like, okay, you're gonna be like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is a, you know, this this is a bloody, you know what, and this is the it's a prop and it wasn't on on free TV and it it wasn't I mean as far as the live event itself from what I'm understanding there was no minors there and then you know and, and and everybody involved was an adult I mean I, you know I, oh it sets back to women's Revolution no it doesn't stop it does not I, and I'm not I look I I'm, I'm not I know I'm not a woman but I, I don't believe that I don't believe that I really don't I really don't, I'm serious Now look, if WWE Was doing this with their platform Like on a regular basis This type of a, a, a stunt Or a gimmick or a spot Yeah, then I think that'd be a massive problem I do, now that's not me saying it's a double standard It's just because They're doing it On a massive huge platform And they're a publicly traded company And it's just, it's just a really bad look They would never do it they, the, the, the shit they did years ago, they'd never do now and they don't do now, you know, because it would cost them too much money, and, and it would be it would it would kill them. It would destroy the company, and they get that, and they, and they've changed a lot. WWE they have, but let's not, you know, crucify this young lady for being innovated, for being innovative, for being different, and her opponent being acceptance to this, accepting to this. And let's not act like you know everything else that's happened in the business is holier than thou. Geez, I worked for ECW. There was some bad shit that happened in ECW. When I say bad, I mean some some crude stuff. Really, I mean I, I listen. Uh, you know, I, I I think I've talked about it in the past here. I mean, um, for you newer listeners, I'll just I'll repeat the story. Um, let me give her some water. I, you know, because I need a little water because I'm uh, excuse me, it's the first show of the New Year, so I'm a little uh a little parched because my, my pipes need to get back in shape. So uh, give me just one second. Ah! Yes, water. Ooh, all right, so there we go. I need a little water, sorry, a little interruption like that. This shit happens sometimes, you know what I mean? I can't help myself. All right, all right, all right, so... I don't even know where I was. Oh yeah, I was talking about what happened uh, in ECW. Something, you know, one of the one of the things that was like kind of like, and it was a lot. but One of the things that was that bothered me, you know, um, was uh, the the crucifixion angle in, in the ECW arena, uh, you know. And I never forget it was the first time I met Kurt Angle, and and we were we were trying to get Kurt to do business with you know with the company. And he had just won the Olympic gold medal, and and he, he was he came to the show. He was awesome to be around. Shane Douglas had a connection to him, and Shane and I were hanging out talking to him. And next thing you know, uh, in the friggin' arena, you know, it's uh, Raven. They had Sandman on a cross and like carrying him through the arena, like it was like heavy, you know, deep. I flipped my shit, like I was pissed. You know, I was really pissed, um, like really, really pissed, and. I was mad at Paul. I was like, now more pissed than me was Kurt Angle. Right? (laughs) He was furious. Like uh, he basically stormed out. Like more or less. I mean, it was, you know, I I went nuts because it was religion. It was. I, I don't. I think that's something that you really gotta. In my just my opinion, and I'm entitled to it, just like you're entitled to your opinion. The religion end of things. I think is something that you know is a little. That's really crossing the line for me. Now, if I was in the locker room today and that happened, would I have gotten as crazy as I got years ago in the locker room? No, I've matured. I'm a little different now. And I hold nothing against those guys in ECW that did that, you know, Raven and, and Sandman, whatever. That, that was their business, and whatever the truth is behind it, if it was a setup angle or not, if Paul knew or didn't know, I really don't give a shit, to be honest with you. So many years ago, I'm just bringing up as something that, but again, they're artists. Those guys are artists, just like I was an artist, and just like Priscilla Kelly's an artist, and you're pulling emotion out and sometimes you know at times it's not a good emotion you, you 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 get a reaction that you piss people off that's not bad that's not bad it's entertainment guys it's entertainment and so that's my my stance on this whole thing with this young lady uh, Priscilla Kelly and you know really i i look at i hope that she has a great long career i really do i i hope that um you know she flourishes and and but I can tell you this much, she got she got herself a lot of publicity. And she got herself a lot of buzz. She was smart because she was putting out on social media like links to where to buy her merchandise and <laughs> and and her Twitter following. I, I bet went up a whole shitload. Um and like I said, it's a prop, it's business, it's entertainment. It wasn't on you know public it wasn't public consumption On free TV it was on social media which we know it gets it goes viral you know she, she didn't know that this thing was going to spread like wildfire she didn't know that she's just trying to get a spot to pop the people in in, in that bar and in that in that venue wherever they were that's all she was doing I mean I, I don't know the girl from whole and I never spoke to her in my life and I'll probably never meet her but I'm telling you look the, Priscilla Kelly right her her gimmick is she's the queen of unorthodox tactics. She said that on the uh, Mae Young Classic when when uh, Jeremy Borash in this, in, in, inter- interviewed her, and she said she she told you then that's what she is, unorthodox tactics that's her gimmick. She she's I think she, I I could be wrong. the harlot of the number one hell harlot of hell or something like her gimmick. I'm saying like she's her character. She's you know she's 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 wacky. That's her gimmick. She's nuts. She's you know. I, she's staying in her lane and did she go too far yeah i think a lot of people feel she went too far i i think she did cross a line but i also think that it was smart okay hell's favorite Holland. that's her that's her her shtick so her gimmick i should say so uh again i want to reiterate before i wrap this up would i suggest that any female Wrestler to do that spot or male wrestler, male wrestler to no. Did I like the spot? No, I did not like the spot, but I understand how it helps her brand and how it got her over. And for those of you that have tweeted me saying it didn't get her over, I can assure you there's a great chance your resume to be qualified to even talk about what really over means. Might pale in comparisons to those that have been over So i'm trying not to be a fucking asshole, but i'm just telling you right now like being over um Is a very broad statement and covers a lot of ground I can assure you this girl got over She got over and you could think she didn't She got over she got over on the internet and i'm gonna tell you this too I do not think she's going to be blacklisted At all I do not I do not I do not I I hope not for her I hope not she's an entertainer okay and she Used a prop and and it was it definitely was you know again I I didn't like it I didn't like it At all but I understand why she did it and I I tip my cap to her for being different for being for Having the guts to go that far and that she wasn't doing it on You know in in a in a a high school gym at an independent show you know in Whatever in in boston you know like in you know in in san francisco like it's some You know whatever in in lansing michigan in some town Where there's like she's at an armory just doing this in front of a bunch of Little kids and their families you know this this that's not what she did here So you know I, i understand the society we live in now i understand that i Understand it's a little bit of a snowflake society i get it i do I do, and I understand that we got to be PC and got to be smart, but let's not be double standard We've seen a lot of men do a lot of stuff in the business in character That that could be similar in, in as far as being crass that this was so seriously And and really I, I went through a, a litany of them earlier So so that's the deal so um, uh, all right, so <clears throat> so that's, again, you can find a video online of her doing it So, uh, uh, you know, I just wanted to talk about that real quick And that's the deal uh, I'm going to go to break When we come back from break I'll get into talking about Wrestle Kingdom 13 uh, the You know, New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, You know, New Year's show that they do all uh, the time I'll talk about uh, the big buzz Of what the hell's going on AEW Jones All Elite Wrestling What? Alright, Taz Show, sit tight Go right back We're back. Back here in the Taz Show. Gonna get into talking about some Wrestle Kingdom 13 a little bit. First, I want to talk about the all-elite wrestling, the new new deal. Exciting. Very exciting. Definitely exciting stuff out of the Young Bucks and uh, and what Cody, uh, Cody Rhodes are doing, Hangman Page. I watched the gimmick they did on YouTube. Um it was You know before like more or less the announcement of this With their cell phones it was pretty pretty cool I liked I enjoyed it so check you'll see it on the um, On the YouTube channel There so yeah all elite wrestling AEW right um New deal here, right, so um big time backing big time financials uh, behind this uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Khan family, these people here, you know they got a lot of money, okay <laughs> these people that are behind this there's a lot of coin there, like like more than w w e type coin, you know, like a lot of coin, so um I think there's a there's a lot to you know that's going to evolve here with this new promotion because um, that's exactly what it is. It's a new promotion And as I record this the rally that they're doing early uh, this coming week did not happen yet So I I can't speak on that because it didn't happen yet <clears throat> But I guess at that, that we'll find a lot more information out or maybe about contracts and who's on the contract and whatnot Who they're bringing in those jazz, but um <clears throat> I do think the key is you know, I don't think you need a tv deal but if you You don't want to be able to pay the talent like powerful money and and I'm not going to use the word compete with WWE and that's no disrespect towards anybody like um it, it's any fans out there that just think it's going to be competition I don't think it's like I don't think that's going to happen it's just my opinion it's just you it's unfair to the bucks to Cody to these guys to to AEW to the Jaguars to cons. it's, un, it's you can't you can't just come out and think okay they're going to compete with a company that has been Flourishing financially and in popularity For decades I mean decades and decades and decades In the WWE so You know let's pump the brakes on that For a second just in my perspective From my perspective um, I do think they're going to give a Legitimate option To men and women uh, That are professional wrestlers And to you and I As wrestling fans we will have a, a nice Option here Okay I do think that'll be there, and I do think you know when you have that kind of power, money behind you, these are smart people, okay, and they're gonna want a TV deal. They're gonna want a TV deal. You're gonna like I said, I've talked about this in the past. I don't think you need a TV deal to be successful in wrestling today because of the way social media is and YouTube, and you can monetize on there. And if you got enough views, and you you could you do a subscription model and stuff like that, where people are gonna watch AEW, you could do that too. But to have, like, real, you know, to to, to make real money, it, usually it's to get signed to a TV deal, okay? Um, and I do think that's going to happen for them. And, that, you know, I don't think it's going to happen, like, right now unless they're going to announce that at that rally, which I doubt that they have a TV deal done. But I mean, unless I missed something, I could have missed something. That's, that's cool. But uh, bottom line is I'm happy about this. I'm excited about this. And I hope that these guys do great. I hope they kick ass. I really do. Um, I'm happy for the young wrestlers out there that this is probably very refreshing for them. You know, besides you know uh, doing work for Ring of Honor or Lucha Underground or, or TNA or whatever, or you know money, or making you know really good money in in Japan you know, or working a shitload of indies and making some money. You know, you, now this could be something that you could do, and then you could have like make really good money. Um, because I don't think the Bucks and and these and, and Cody and these guys, I, I don't think they're going into this thing to go half-assed. Um, and the thing too, you, you understand, just like if you talk about the Bucks in itself, just them, like these guys are just <laughs> putting aside that how talented they are in the ring for so many years and how just the success they've had in the business and, and not just Japan, just their their. The, their brand is fucking unbelievable Unbelievable The Bullet club gimmick and stuff And the shit that these guys have done And and, and throw them all in there I mean that whole crew of these guys You know they just they're so smart And the Bucks are just And Cody these guys are smart smart guys That have a fucking chip on their shoulder And that's the key You gotta have a chip on your shoulder that's what helped BCW do well for a lot of years chips on a lot of motherfucking shoulders and that's a fact Okay, then things went south but regardless there was a good amount of success for a good amount of time because You were trying to prove something to somebody and you were motivated by that. I really feel the same way About what these guys are doing and I think that their goal is to you know to really uh give the fans some cool shit something different something that they want something that's missing from professional wrestling um and i do think you're gonna get that and i think that you got guys that are smart that are gonna be running this thing that are gonna be booking this thing from the box to cody and stuff like that and whatever else whoever else they announce at the um at the rally um, You know I know there was They had the meeting some of you guys might know too that the With, with New Japan after Wrestle Kingdom To see if they were going to do any business I mean who knows I mean Kenny Omega who knows what's going on With Kenny Omega as I record this you know, apparently WWE made him a great offer, but he's super tight obviously with, with the you know, Bullet Club, the whole, you know, Bucks and Cody and these guys and 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 their friendship and relationship. Um, so so who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen with him? I, I don't know. I don't read the dirt sheets and I, I don't have a stooge. So um, but I do think that you know, um these guys, this AEW and, and Bucks and stuff like that and Cody, I, I it's it's just, this is gonna work. I do believe that. And You have um, people like cons, you know, that are are worth tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of money Tons of money owning the jaguars and the success they have They what people that are this successful and this wealthy what they do, okay, they don't spend Stupidly quick, so they're not going to jump and rush into anything Okay, they're not they're not going to do that They're going to be smart and they're going to get somebody else to spend money and that's the TV co- companies, the TV contracts, to spend the money. That's what they're going to do. I'm not saying that they're not looking to spend any money, but the main money you're going to get from TV deals, and 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 that's that's what very ultra successful wealthy people do. They get other people uh, to spend the money, you know, like you know, like a TV deal. So that's I do think that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, you know and as far as you know who signed of the contract i think we'll get all of that at the rally on tuesday so um i'm looking forward to that and i should be dropping a pod probably right after that i'm thinking it's so trying to get my schedule straight for january just get get the podcast rolling on a consistent basis. So just bear with me for, for a couple of weeks, but you're gonna get enough you will get content from me, so don't sweat that. Uh but anyway, so I'm looking forward to to everything that they're gonna be doing. So I really am. And I, and I it's exciting and congratulations to those guys. Um and everybody involved with the AEW uh brand and this new young brand that's that's uh fixing the property to do really well. So um and we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. Um you know I if you got money and you got creativity, and then you get TV, there's enough talent. Lord knows there's enough talent. There's enough talent out there. Men and women on the indie scene that are really good and working in Mexico, working in Japan, working in the UK. Uh, you know, it's like that. I was talking earlier about Priscilla Kelly. You know, a lot of people are like Ah WWE. Listen, you, you, she don't have to go to WWE. I say this all the time. You, you, you could make a great living without being in WWE. You can have that success. I.E. most of the guys I just named here Talking about AEW <laughs> From the Bucks to Omega and Hangman Page And these guys, like, you know, you, you don't need it You don't need it, someone also said I, I don't want to go back to Priscilla Kelly thing But I saw someone else on Twitter said I'm trying to remember, I saw something on there that said, well, if she didn't have an interest in WWE Then why'd she do the Mae Young Classic And all that, well, a couple of reasons, guys Okay, um, maybe At that time she wanted to be in WWE Maybe at this time she wants to be in WWE Who knows, but she knows at the very least if she don't get hired, but she gets to do the Mae Young gimmick. That at least with that, it's going to help her independent bookings. You know that's why, guys. So so some of you guys that are hardcore fans that follow the industry hard, you know that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to some of the people. That say things on social media That just, you know you, you gotta do your homework And you gotta learn about the business Before you come at somebody like me with shit like that I'm just telling you Because it's it's not gonna fly, you know what I mean Like cause it's not true And I'm not trying to be a douchebag or be disrespectful I'm just being real, you know So, so that's the deal um, <laughs> Speaking of real, Wrestle Kingdom 13 was real, dude It was great I really enjoyed it, man. I gotta tell you, I, I always like these fucking shows. I really do. Uh, this shit was legit. Um, I'm gonna be honest, straight up though, I don't I don't listen to the American commentary. I listen to Japanese commentary. And I've worked in Japan a bunch, I've been there a lot. I, I but I don't know a fucking thing these guys are saying because they're speaking Japanese. And you know what? I'm good. I don't need to know what they're saying, okay? Because I'm watching the matches and and it feels authentic when I listen to the Japanese commentary, so I like it. Uh, I enjoy it. I mean, you guys can do what you want. I'm just telling you how I do it. You know what I mean? Um, some thoughts that jumped out to me uh, in uh, in some of the you know some of the matches because uh, some of the matches, especially some of the bigger matches, were fucking great. But um, first, uh, you know, one of the things that jumped out to was Will Ospreay match with Abushi Wakado Bushi. I got to tell you right now. And by the way, there was a ton of titles that changed hands here Like, I think it was eight I could be wrong on that, or seven, I don't remember I'm not going to get into all that shit, that's not how I break shit down Will Ospreay and Abushi. Let me tell you something, I know Abushi got a concussion in this match But I'm telling you right now, okay Like, this fucking match I think, well there was There was, um they had uh, stuff on the pre-show the Chaos and Dave Finley and stuff like that and Jeff Cobb and Nagata um, And they had uh, the whole uh, Never open six man gimmick They had that whole thing, the gauntlet match Which was great, don't get me wrong, it was awesome um, It was all of it, I loved it all uh, I loved all that stuff And then we saw Suzuki Gun uh, Suzuki Gun uh, also uh, uh, They, they, they won, yeah they won I caught the most of it, I was going in and out And then um, uh what do you call it? But the Osprey match—that's I want to talk about. I'm, I'm getting off topic. Osprey and abushi um, was unbelievable. Okay, unbelievable. Like this was tremendous. This was—I mean, I'm a fan of both these guys. You know, so I, I love the way both these guys work. Um, I think I did a BBB back in the day breakdown before breakout on Osprey. I think did I? I don't remember now. I know I did one on Zack Saber Jr. I know that, but I don't, I'm trying to remember now. I'm drawing a blank. Fucking chair shots. This match, Osprey and Abushi, and you know, was and Osprey won the the never open the uh, uh, open championship. I'm telling you right now, yo, all <laughs> it's just a great match. <laughs> this match was tremendous. It really was. I'm like Jesus. This is the first match of the regular card. Holy shit, I'd be pissed if I was a semi-main Or the main event, I'm like, god, these fucking guys Are doing too good of a match, you know what I mean It was great uh, Another match that jumped out Speaking of Zack Sabre Jr um, He beat Ishii And it was uh, by, with a submission And it was, uh, it, you know, it was typical Zack Sabre, I Man, he does all these submissions He's tremendous uh, He's a uh, uh, joint locks, I should say And his flow from hold to hold Is awesome, I'm be honest with you, man Like, I wish I was in my prime he's one of the guys I'd love to wrestle like just just take down the fucking ropes and me and this guy would just 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 exchange holds we don't need ropes no running we'll just just wrestle um he's one of those guys I'd love to work with like with that now well Ospreay I don't know I don't know if I can keep up with that motherfucker that guy's good like flies flying around and shit I I, I, fuck that's not my that's that's above my pay grade but uh (laughs) no but Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Definitely, uh, his match with Ishii Was really, really good, stiff Everything was stiff on this thing All the cars, all the matches, I should say Were physical as shit Um, The one match that was more of a Kind of an American style You know, uh, with different um, How do I explain it? More of an American, yeah, more of an American style. Uh was with uh with Juice Robertson. Uh he ended up defeating Cody Rhodes, uh, you know, to get the IWGPI US championship. You know, it it was I thought it was really, you know, I thought it was a real good match. I mean, Cody's always crisp. Juice Robinson's always crisp for sure. Um, so it's kind of tough to you know you know you don't you don't have to be a former professional wrestler a former champ or well, a former champion to realize the talent in both cody and both uh juice uh most of you guys are very familiar with cody Rhodes, all his success in wwe and obviously his brother and the, the late great dusty Rhodes, his dad but if you're not familiar with juice robinson he is a awesome awesome t- tremendous competitor um he really is um he really is he's underrated only because a lot of the casual wrestling fans probably just don't know who he is you know what i mean and uh he is just really really awesome um you know he really is brandy Rhodes, she interfered a lot in the match she did a good job for what she had to do but it was it seemed like it was taken off the japanese audience i know their heels um it was a, kind of a Mer- american style but but it worked i mean I, but i i you know i i i like the the pairing i know i know they're a real couple i understand that cody and brandy but i'm saying i like that chemistry that they have together on air too forget about their real life for a second they work well on air together i mean they do they do they do they do and it's funny they're both wearing the Jacksonville jaguars color which i thought was cute (laughs) it was clever i should say cute probably the wrong word but it was uh so but no uh, so that's the deal on that the um what was the other match trending? What else that jumped out to me? Oh, uh, Jay White switch played Jay White. You know against Okada, he beat Okada. Um, you know, and Jay White, I think, is going to come up big time. He's been getting the push, but you know, with New Japan, I think because they're not sure what's going on with Omega. Maybe Omega's done because I think the TV after this Omega wasn't there, and the other guys weren't there. I think Jay White's fixing to get a fucking huge, 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 huge push. Uh, he's legit. He can go. He looks great. His entrance was great, the shit he was wearing Was great Um, He can work his ass off and Okada's Awesome, awesome, and uh, you know What are you going to say, I mean You know, there's not much to say about About Okada, how great he is Uh, You know, he's consistently uh, All of his matches are always Tremendous, Um, and him and Jay White Have really good chemistry, and I I enjoyed that match uh, Big time for sure Jericho, Chris Jericho uh, You know, he lost to uh, to, uh, Naito, and I gotta tell you Uh, This i didn't know I, i gotta be frank I didn't think this match would be as good as it was And it was more than good it was It was awesome uh chris jericho My friend i tip my cap to you You still go out there and bump and grind And work your fucking ass off and your shit Looks crisp and You just fucking Just still do it dude i respect you And he his timing and His experience is awesome and Um This match uh Was just it was a no dq match, but it was they, they I'm just telling you right now like it was like Tremendous just tremendous. I did not expect it to be to the level it was Um, I didn't I don't know why I just didn't and I, I i'm not trying to be rude or disrespect Nido or jericho I mean, I I consider jericho a friend. I naito. I, I don't I don't know if i've ever met him um, but I I I'm just telling you, I don't, I don't, you know, just watch the match, just watch the fucking match, it was really good, really, 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 really good, and as was the main event, and um, which was really awesome, the main event was just insane, it was Tanahashi, uh, he beat Kenny Omega uh, via pinfall to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship for the eighth time, and I'm going to tell you right now. It was, oh, by the way, uh, Jericho, when Jericho lost, he lost the IWGP in a Continental Championship. I should have said that. Even though I said I was going to go over the titles, but not, I'm remem- remembering now. So Naito uh, beat Chris uh, to win the IWGP uh, IC Championship. But the Tanahashi-Omega match was just fucking just, ah. You know, you're getting ready to watch, like, these matches, like, especially the main events, like an Omega, Kenny Omega match, like, I'm gonna tell you I don't know about you but like I go into it Feeling like um I'm in for a journey Like I know it's Like not only is the match gonna be Take a lot of time in a positive way I mean that but I'm in for a journey And uh it's different than when I watch WWE match it's different than I watch Most matches in America Um American TV or, or Whatever it's a Fucking journey um not just the storytelling, the physicality, the the audience, and this was in the Tokyo Dome. And it was just huge, you know. Smash Tanahashi and Omega was fucking tremendous. At Omega, Kenny Omega, let me tell you something. That could work anywhere. I could work at WWE. I know that I, they wouldn't allow and work like this. I just don't think. I, I don't think. It, I don't think it would. I, I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong Kenny Omega's been on my show, we had him on video You know, via Skype as a guest Skype Jones So maybe this year at some point We'll we'll, we'll put that out there And For those that didn't hear the, the, the chat he had With yours truly uh, Super guy, I respect him a lot um, You know uh, I'm just telling you right now Like If he does go to WWE And apparently they made him like a huge offer And I understand that, but Man, I just think it's just we've seen it before with, with so many cats, man. You know, it took AJ a while to get that big push. But even once he got that big push, like in WWE, AJ Styles, you know, it's like with all the success he had in TNA and then in Japan, you know, in the Bullet Club, all the shit. Like it's still like it's it kind of it affects it affects in a little bit negative way, in my opinion. Your cachet, like your 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 street cred. You know, like that type thing, and I and I'm not trying to be an asshole. I mean, I love AJ, and he's the fucking he's a stud, I love him. He's great. I'm a fan. I know him personally, and I, and I and I've always liked the guy a lot. And I talked about that. And one of my main reasons to go to TNA was I was I was going to get the opportunity to call as an announcer AJ style matches. That's how much I loved AJ. I told AJ that, um, and I and I still meant mean it. I, I was so happy about that, and I and I loved calling his matches, but, um. What I mean is, like, it, it. That's what happens sometimes with WWE. They they find a way, you know. See with Nakamura, you know, they take your cool card and just, you know, it goes away. Now, listen, okay. Triple H isn't doing that. He 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 gets it with NXT. We've seen it with Bobby Roode. We saw it with Finn Balor. We saw it with AJ. You know, we see the cool card. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he knows. You know, Nakamura. Like, you know, we he knows. He knows. He knows. So, you know, you're in the Tokyo Dome though bunch of times a couple past few years on top if you're kenny omega on top you know and now it's like we've seen it happen with some of the guys and they now you're gonna go and work in orlando and full sale it's it's a it's it's different you know so i'm sure it was tough and different on the cats i just named that went from working new japan into nxt um I'm not saying Kenny Omega is not physically or mentally capable or emotionally capable. He more than is, I, I, we know that. I mean, of course. I'm just saying, like, he, you know, I'm gonna be blunt, okay? If the whole AEW All Elite, right? Everything that the Bucks are doing and stuff, and 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 Cody, we're gonna see, right? Because I would assume because of the bond that they have with Omega. I mean, Young Bucks walked him to the ring, him to the ring. He's working for the, you know, he's defending his title and he lost it. Uh, you know, at Wrestle Kingdom thirteen against Tanahashi, and the Bucks are in his corner. The Bucks are consoling him after the loss. You know, that I'm just saying there's a real friendship there. I understand it's a work, wrong, but I know these guys are friends. And I, so I don't know if, if there's real money there, I mean, maybe maybe he meaning that the opportunity, maybe the cons or the TV deals, whatever. Maybe he don't go to WWE. Or maybe, maybe he does. You know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what Omega does. There really is. And I feel like this is when I had him on the show a couple of years back, it was the same narrative. It was the same conversation. What are you gonna do, Kenny? You know, because everybody thought he was gonna go to WWE and, and he didn't go. So he's managed to keep himself relevant immensely for a long time. And it's mainly because he's so fucking talented and people connect to him. Um he's a tremendous, tremendous performer. And um, um he is. And I'd be honest with you, yeah, I hope he doesn't go to WWE. And I hope that AEW, the whole thing with with these guys, and I hope he's Omega helps them build that thing. And I mean that could be written. Someone might be saying that's happening. If, if it is, I didn't see that, but I, I definitely could have missed something. I mean, it happens. You know, I got to be honest, I don't sit and – Dissect every single thing online. I don't do that. I'd rather just come out here and and, and spit my opinions on shit. That's kind of what I do. Um, but anyway, um, it's going to be interesting to see. It's 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 there's a it's it's a great way to start the new year 2019 in the pro wrestling realm. It really is all the stuff that's going on. I think it's awesome because there's a lot of scuttlebutt and scatter uh, uh, chatter, I should say. So, so that's the deal. Alright, guys, I'll be at you uh, later on in the week uh, with some more content here. Uh, I appreciate you guys downloading this. If you didn't subscribe, subscribe to me. You know, go right there hit the little subscribe button. Subscribe to the fucking podcast, for God's sakes. Please, what are you doing? Don't, don't, don't act like this. I hate when you people act like this. All right? All right, guys, look. Uh, thanks for downloading. hope you enjoyed the show. I'll talk to you guys soon. Adios. Of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. To be honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world, I've been doing what I...